NFL Draft Day. And as we speak, the Arizona Cardinals still holding on to that number three spot with lots of mystery on what's going to transpire tonight in the first round. We talk NFL Draft with uh, Ringer NFL writer Ben Solak, who joins us here on the Arizona Sports. Like Ben, good morning. Thanks for joining us today. Of course. Appreciate you having me. I don't know. People have been saying that the draft starts at this number, and a lot of people in this process have started uh, at number three. I think it starts before that at number two with what the Houston Texans do. What kind of feeling are you getting, or what kind of intel are you, are you, are you gaining right now, and what the Texans could do in terms of a quarterback at number two, or do you think they'll go defense? Yeah, so if you had asked me a week ago, I would have said Will Anderson, the pass rusher out of, out of Alabama. If you would asked me five days ago, I would have said, Tyree Wilson, the edge rusher out of Texas Tech, just <laughs> two days ago. I would have said Kentucky quarterback Will Levis. We're here today. I think it's Will Anderson. I would have back to where we were. Um, this was always a house divided. The coaching staff had different opinions in the front office on who they liked the most out of the pass rushers. The ownership wanted a quarterback, and understandably so. They were doing a lot of reconciling. It sounds like yesterday they coalesced. They came to a full decision. And since then, you've seen sports betting markets take a ton of money on Will Anderson. Will Anderson now is a substantial heavy favorite to be the second overall pick. So it'll be the first time we've seen teammates back-to-back one and two uh, since, I think, the draft in, the two, in, in, in 2000. Um, but I'm expecting Will Anderson to be the pick at two. And, yeah, you're right. For a long time, I think that draft was kind of starting at two. No one really knew what the Texans were doing. If it is Will Anderson, as expected, then, yeah, three is that spot now where, like, you know, Diana Rossini just reported all those trade offers are going to come in, all those quarterback needy teams who want to get ahead of the Colts. Like, this is going to be the spot for them. Uh, so now three becomes a really important spot. Yeah, and that's that's good for the Cardinals. I was told yesterday that the NFL might have had a um, an intellectual awakening about the folly of moving up in those high-rent spaces up into the top five to, get, to take a swing at a quarterback because, you know, the results are mixed to be kind. Uh, and yet my response is, yeah, I'll believe that when I see it. What do you think, how, how much demand do you think the Cardinals will get to sift through at number three? Uh, I think the amount of demand that the Cardinals have claimed that they've had has been exaggerated, but now is when it picks up. I think, you know, like today and, and having the phones, probably yesterday and now into today is where it gets really busy. Uh, the Texans were, you know, considering moving off of number two. The, there was a report yesterday from Adam Schefter. They haven't really gotten that much engagement. I think they were talking about it. I think they were taking calls and giving calls and then looking around at it. And then they decided to stay at two. Now three becomes the spot where if you are a non-Colts team trying to draft the second quarterback off the board, three is the only spot you can get to, right? If two's locked up, it's got to be three. So when the Cardinals had that whole, like, we've got six separate teams calling us, I think that might have been a little bit gamesmanship, trying uh-huh. to drum up the market, trying to get some more teams involved, trying to make more competitive uh, uh, trade offers. But now I think over the last 12 hours and then here we got, what, seven, eight hours until draft time. Mm-hmm. I think at this time is where the, that, that demand is really going to get high. I don't think you'll see a insane trade. I don't think you're going to say, holy smokes, multiple first. This is everything. This is the whole future. I don't think it's that big. I don't think it's that level of demand. But you should still be able to get great return on your value for the third overall pick. Think about the, the Panthers and the Bears trade at one. It wasn't. A huge price, but it was a solid price. It was a good price for one. I think the Cardinals will get a similar price, similar offer for three. Ben Solak from the Ringer, also the uh, Ringer NFL show, our guest here on the Arizona Sports Line. If Bryce Young is off the board and there are teams clamoring to get to number three, in your opinion, who is the quarterback those teams should be clamoring to get at number three, Ben? In my opinion, I would be clamoring to get Anthony Richardson out of Florida because I like the big swing. I like the upside. I like the potential. I think that he's a... 
he's further along. He's closer to kind of being a full product than, than a lot of people would, would think. However, if somebody moves up for three, I'm guessing it's for CJ Stroud or Will Levis. For yeah. not, not, not that guy in Anthony Richardson. Uh, you've heard Levis interested two. You've heard Levis interested three. Uh, there's been some, you know, reports about him not interviewing super well, but I think generally he's viewed as the consensus quarterback two in the league. And then as of recently, last 12 or so hours, you've seen a lot of CJ Stroud uh, excitement, which it felt like Stroud was falling for a while, and now all of a sudden, there's kind of, you know, Colts might take him at four, teams might trade up from at three. You've seen the Titans connected to Stroud a lot. You've seen the Patriots connected to Will Levis. There are there are some options. So I'd be surprised right. if it's Richardson, who's my guy. I think Levis and Stroud are more likely. All right. When you look at uh, the Cardinals, obviously uh, they've got some holes on the offensive line and, and doubling down on their investment in Kyler Murray is not a bad idea. What do you think of Paris Johnson as a prospect, and w- where do you think is too soon to draft him? I like Paris Johnson. I do think three is kind of rich. Uh, you know, we're, we're used to seeing the, the tackles really start to come off the board once we get outside of the top five, as opposed to kind of being squarely inside of that top five. And I don't personally have Paris Johnson as like the caliber prospect that a, you know, Ikema uh, Kwana was when he went six, Andrew Thomas when he went four in, in recent drafts. Still very good prospect, just to me a little bit of a cut below. It's also a really dense tackle class, so I don't think you necessarily want to get your eyes stuck on one guy, at least in the first round, right? You, you love a Paris Johnson, that's great. Pierce Karonsky's around, Darnell Wright's around, Broderick Jones is around, Anton Harrison around. There's, there's at least five tackles that are going to go in round one. Uh, so I, I, in my estimation, if the Cardinals would really like to land on a tackle, and even if they, they'd specifically like to land on Paris, I think if you go from three to seven, right, think about like that Raiders pick, three to six, the Lions pick, I think you're likely still to get Paris Johnson at that range. I think that's a better return on investment. Once you start getting after the Bears at nine, the Eagles at 10, uh, Titans at 11, now you're starting to get behind some tackle-oriented teams. Now you're on the risk of missing out on Paris and having to get the second or third guy on your board. Yeah. So if you're really locked down on getting Paris Johnson, I don't think you can move too far back, but I do think you can move a little back, and that'll be a, a good bang for your buck. Ben Solak from The Ringer, our guest here on Arizona Sports. Cardinals are also dealing with a couple of veteran potential trade chips in in DeAndre Hopkins and Buda Baker, and I know they don't want to trade Buda Baker, but focusing on the Hopkins portion of that, Ben, do you think there's any chance we see any movement for his services tonight here on draft night? Yeah, I think that whenever there's the potential for a veteran trade, you kind of, you know, when there's fights, teams are making calls, you hear some rumors, there's some movement. And then whenever the, the market dulls and it cools and it kind of reaches a standstill, the draft is always, you know, an igniting force. It's always kind of a spark plug. Uh, and so absolutely the likelihood of a DeAndre Hopkins trade goes up. Who, where, when, and why? That was tricky. You know what I'm saying? That yeah, right. weren't, weren't a lot of people calling Marquise Brown out of the Ravens to the Cardinals, A.J. Brown out of the Titans to the Eagles. Like, you know, these, these things... The, the deal kind of get established three weeks ago in loose terms. Hey, we'll call you if this. Hey, let us know if that, whatever. And then all of a sudden, in, in the middle of draft day, over the course of a couple of picks, over the course of 20, 30 minutes, they fully coalesce and they kind of happen. I think the Bills are, are, are your best, my best guess for if a team is going to make a big DeAndre Hopkins trade tonight, who would do it? I'd say Buffalo. I think the top three receivers are going to go before Buffalo's pick, and I'd be on the outside looking into the top of that class. And They don't really have a ton of needs that they can address at their pick, so Hopkins makes sense to me. Um, but that's that's more so connecting dots, reading tea leaves. That's not necessarily anything that, that you know you can you can really uh, hang your hat on. So we'll see. Uh, like I said, there's always a likelihood. And Buda Baker is 
Buda's great, um, but I don't know. Like, it's a really weak safety class. I think if a team really wanted Buda Baker, they would have already gone and gotten Buda yeah. Baker. I'm not sure that market's going to get as much movement as the Hopkins one today. Yeah, I would agree. Ben, uh, thanks so much for joining yeah, us on Good Draft stuff, Day. Really man. appreciate it.